and welcome everybody to the Fandom Vibes News Show. Uh, yeah, that's the title because we couldn't come up with any other title for this show. So this is the news show. Uh, I had to get something out here tonight. Uh, it is currently uh, 11 o'clock at night and today, uh, January 30th, 2019, we just had a plethora of DC film news that just dropped all over our face, neck, and chest today. And uh, I just, I had to get into this. I had to talk about it. I couldn't wait until uh, this coming Monday when we record for our next episode to talk about it. I just wanted to get this out there and off my chest and really dive into it. And I wanted to make sure that the information got out to all of you, the listeners, as well. So the first thing I'm going to touch on here is some news that broke uh, thanks in part to director podcaster, writer, actor, Kevin Smith. Uh, Now, it's not so much news while it's just kind of information that he dropped uh, during a Fat Man Beyond podcast he did uh, just about a week or so ago. Now, he was saying that he went out to England uh, not too long ago, and he was on the set of the new Star Wars movie that was coming out. And while there, he was talking to a lot of the people on hand working on the Star Wars movie. It just so happens that many of these people also worked with Zack Snyder on the Justice League film. And they gave him some interesting tidbits of what the actual plan for those, or for that movie and beyond, actually was or were. And it's just, it's so interesting because, you know, for how long now? For two years, three years now, uh, people have been clamoring for what Zack Snyder was going to do. And then everything happened with Justice League, and then it just, it, it intensified because they took Snyder off Justice League, put uh, Whedon on, Whedon released his cut, and people then from that point forward were hashtag release the Snyder cut. That movement has been going strong since November of 2017, and it looks like it's not going to let up anytime soon. This is just going to add more fuel to the fire of uh, all this information that Kevin Smith has dropped. But things like in Justice League, yes, the main baddie was going to be Steppenwolf. At the end of the movie, though, we were going to be introduced to Darkseid. And whether there was a fight in in the end there, a uh, little uh, quarrel or whatever you want to call it, that was to be debated, he said. But for the most part, Darkseid showed up. Then the next movie, which is Justice League 2, they were going to take the fight to Darkseid, going to Apocalypse, possibly New Genesis, taking the fight to him, out in outer space, the Justice League, fighting alongside the Green Lantern Corps of some sort, whether it's just a few Green Lanterns or the whole Corps, whatever it was, that was the idea for Justice League 2. Now for quite a number of years here, we've known that Zack Snyder had a plan and was actually uh, in line to direct five total movies, starting with Man of Steel, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Justice League 2, and then everybody was like, what is that fifth movie? People were thinking maybe it's Man of Steel 2. People were thinking maybe it's a Batman movie. But then there was the Ben Affleck came in to direct Batman. So nobody really knew. People were trying to say maybe it was Wonder Woman was part of that and he was just going to be a producer. No, the fifth movie was going to be Justice League 3, which at the end of Justice League 2... After they take the fight to Apocalypse and New Genesis and take on Darkseid and his parademons and his armies there, Darkseid was going to win. He was going to make his way to Earth and destroy Earth, and it would look 
almost identical exactly to the nightmare scene from Batman vs. Superman. That nightmare that Bruce Wayne has where hell is just broken loose across the, the, the planet. That is what was going to be Justice League 3. We were going to see that all pan out where the heroes then have to come together to help defeat Darkseid and really just bring the Earth back to its glory. Now... That is all well and good. That sounds great. A little dark, but that's what Snyder was doing. He was making a very dark series, something completely different than what we were getting from the other company on the other side of the road. Now, jumping to all the little things that, you know, we've been hearing for the last couple years about what Snyder was doing, plus the little cryptic uh, 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 t-shirt design that he came up with that he revealed earlier in January, the puzzle's starting to come together for what Snyder was trying to do. I mean, it, it, it just it's really coming together, and it's just the fans are getting more and more behind it, and it's just so a shame that we're never going to get to see that on film. And yes, that hashtag release the Snyder Cut for Justice League, that movement's going to go strong for probably the next, I don't even know how many years. It's going to be going strong for a while. But here's what I think we need to do, and this is just my opinion, and I think that uh, this would help everybody be happy and i think we need to start requesting that dc releases a snyder cut of the dceu in comic book form so what snyder's vision was they should just take that hire the amazing artist jim lee and say you know what jim lee you and snyder work together and make this happen in comic book form it could be a multi-issue run. It could be multiple books. However, you want to do it. If you want to do, you know, like graphic novel books, where each you know film essentially is its own graphic novel, there's money to be had there by DC, and they would be stupid not to say, you know what, that's an idea we can go with. We know DC uh, universe when it comes to films, they're going in a completely different direction, and we're going to get into that here in a moment with all the news that dropped today. But that is just a brilliant idea. Brilliant idea because. You're going to give the fans who have been supporting Snyder, who have loved everything that we've gotten so far up until this point, exactly what they want. They want to see what Snyder was going to do. They want to see his story. You will get that. DC will make money, and people will be happy. And who knows, maybe in five, ten years' time, look at what the DC animated universe is doing right now. They're taking old stories, old comic stories, and bringing them to life on TV, on screen, on movies. That's what they're doing. So at some point, maybe they take what uh, Snyder was doing and put it in animated form. And we can see it play out in animation. And that would just be pretty cool if you ask me. I'm just saying, I think that would be pretty cool. Alright, moving on to the next thing. Uh, Interesting news came out today, early today. Uh, Not too early, but a little earlier today. Uh, It seems that there is a tentative idea um and plans for an animated batman beyond movie now it looks like it's going to be through the warner animation group and there's very little 
details or a few details with anything that's going on here. It seems that they're kind of, with the success that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse had, I think they're kind of like, well, we can do something like that. And it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you look at what Into the Spider-Verse was, it was kind of the passing of the mantle from Peter Parker to Miles Morales in the mainstream. I mean, it happened in comics, you know, a number of years ago. But it never, you know, nobody, like, come on, you go and ask anybody on the street, Who's Spider-Man? They're going to say Peter Parker. That's what they're going to say. You know, now if you go and ask people who Batman is, they're going to say Bruce Wayne. Not a lot of people know that Terry McGinnis was another Batman in the future, the Batman Beyond. And I think that would be a cool idea. And again, it's very similar to Into the Spider-Verse. I get that. That's fine. If they do it well, who cares if it's similar? Just make it good. Uh, It looks like that they're... If this goes through, uh, it looks like it may not be going into production for another year or so, so probably next year, 2020, is when we go into production, and you're looking at probably a release date at the earliest of 2022. Uh, so, I mean, we got a ways to go with that. However, I mean, they got to take their time, because if they want to make this good, they got to make it good. Uh, you know, I just watched uh, Reign of Supermen today. That was a hell of a movie. I mean, DC Animation, they know what they're doing with DC Animation. I'm not going to say it was amazing, it was a great movie, but it was a hell of a movie. It was a good film, a good follow-up to The Death of Superman, and it just sticks to that continuity that they're building within the DC Animated Universe that they have now with, what, 13 or 14 films that is just all connected and just a blast to go through and blast to watch. I, I recommend it to anybody. So if they can keep that kind of uh, that, that seriousness and, and really take it seriously, you know, serious, and they take it serious and they, and they make uh, this movie well, I think it'll be fun. It'll be huge. Uh, throw it in the theater just like they did within the Spider-Verse with Spider-Man. And uh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. And people have been clamoring, clamoring for something Batman Beyond. And uh, this is something that we can get. Uh, what the hell? Why not bring Michael Keaton in to do the voice of old Bruce Wayne in that movie? You know, we're not going to get a, a live-action Batman Beyond movie. At this point, I don't think it's going to happen. Everybody wants Michael Keaton to play the old man Bruce in that. Why not bring him back for the animated movie to voice old man Bruce there? I think that would be a brilliant idea. I think they should go for it. Uh, you heard it here first if it happens. It was my idea, just saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, next bit of information. Now, this is where things start to get a little interesting because, yeah, we got the Snyderverse stuff that came up. We have the animated Batman Beyond series that, that came up. Now, uh, you know, people have been wondering, when are movies going to be coming out? This past week, we got some Birds of Prey info. We got a little bit of a teaser trailer that showed us all the different characters of the upcoming Birds of Prey movie. You know, Harley Quinn, the Huntress, uh, Canary, Black Mask, uh, Victor Zaz. I mean, we saw all these different characters in this little tease, and it was a little underwhelming. Again, production just started on it, so I'm not going to hold that against them. I'm going to wait until that movie comes out because I cannot wait for it. However, you know, that's besides Birds of Prey, the only other movies that we really have gotten anything with are Shazam, which is very near to to releasing, so obviously we're going to have a bunch of stuff there, uh, and The Joker. You know, we still have Wonder Woman uh, 84 that comes out next summer uh, in June of 2020. That's coming out in June of 2020, but 
we have little to no information about that. Yeah, we've seen some production photos, uh, behind the scenes stuff. We've seen a couple photos and stills of Wonder Woman. We still don't know what Cheetah looks like. We still don't know what the story's about. We why is Steve Trevor there? So we don't really have much information. So realistically, when you think about it, with the exception of Shazam, because that's coming out in just a couple months here, The Joker is the only movie that we have any information about for up, for upcoming films in the DC, uh, not even the DC Expanded Universe, but uh, Extended Universe, whatever you want to call it, uh, but just in DC films in general. The Joker is pretty much it. So Birds of Prey, yeah, we got a little bit. That was cool. But today... We're finally getting some solid news on some things that are coming up and coming down the pipeline from DC for their films, and it's quite exciting if you ask me. I'm a huge DC fan. If you've heard me on Bridging the Geekdoms, you know that. I'm a huge fan of the DC Universe. I always will be. Doesn't mean I'm not a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love that. Cannot wait for Endgame. And trust me, you're going to hear a whole bunch of stuff leading up to Endgame on Bridging the Geekdoms from uh, starting this coming week all the way up until the release of Endgame. And even after Endgame, we're going to have stuff we're going to be talking about Marvel constantly. So I'm looking forward to that. But this here, this information here, this just makes me so happy because this just means things are finally moving. So first off, we know... A couple years ago, a movie called Suicide Squad came out, and despite it being a pretty bland and uh, movie, uh, it made almost $800 million in the box office, won itself an Academy Award, Uh, I I mean, it just, it, it took the world by storm, and it really shouldn't have. Now, that's not to say that there weren't parts of that movie that weren't great. I mean, uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, I thought was fantastic. I'm a fan of Jared Leto's Joker. I want to see more of him. Uh, so, you know, I think that's a great thing that came out of it. Will Smith's Deadshot, absolutely superb. Even uh, Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang, I enjoyed. So, like, the characterizations, I think, were done really well in that movie. I just think it was the story. The story is what bogged that film down and really made it an, uh, just a movie that you didn't want to watch again, at least in my, in my case. I mean, I watched it once. I watched it twice. Every single time I watched it, it just got worse and worse and worse. I really can't go back to it at this point. I know my kids are always like, let's watch Suicide Squad. I'm like, ah, no, why don't we watch this? You know, and it's just, and I usually point them to something Marvel. Like, here, let's watch Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, I, because, you know, when you think of Suicide Squad, I think, hey, you know, the closest thing to that is Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, that's got the the humor, it's got the bright colors and everything like that. So to me, I was like, yeah, I try and point my kids to Guardians of the Galaxy. Interestingly enough, a few months back, we heard that James Gunn, who was recently fired from Marvel because of something that he posted on Twitter, what, 10 years ago, uh, you know, resurfaced. So they fired him from writing and directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. After a few months went by, uh, his name popped up in the Warner Brothers DC area of stuff, and he was brought on to help write the sequel to Suicide Squad. Excellent idea. You know, like I said, Suicide Squad kind of reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy, so it just makes sense to bring him over to do the sequel. Nothing against David Ayer. What David Ayer did was amazing. I mean, they gave him six months to write a movie and prepare it, get it approved, and start production and shooting it. That's amazing. And what he did with it, I tell you what, it's impressive. With Even with how... Uh, bad I think that movie is, it's impressive what he was able to do in such a small amount of time. But now, 
it has been released, or not released, but revealed, that Suicide Squad is going to have a release date. And this is the sequel, not so much a sequel, but a sequel <laughs> to Suicide Squad. Uh, it is not Suicide Squad 2. They are officially titling it The Suicide Squad. And it's going to be coming out August 6th of 2021. So that's going to be, what, five years after the, the, the first one came out. And that's interesting because, you know, they're taking their time with it, which is fantastic. You know, like I said, for some odd reason, the first Suicide Squad just hit. People loved it, and they just, they, they wanted to watch it. They had to watch it. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, I liked it the first couple times I watched it. But I don't know why it was as good as it was, or, or, or successful, I should say. Not good, as, as successful as it was. And now they're going to take their time and do it right. So we can only imagine that this is going to be way bigger than it was, uh, than the first one was. At least that's what I think. Now, it's interesting because they're saying that James Gunn is not just going to be working on the script, but he is now confirmed as the director of The Suicide Squad. Again, that comes out August of 2021. I think that's fantastic. I mean, he's a great writer. Look at what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And he has an eye. He's got a great eye for directing. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of the second Guardians of the Galaxy. I just didn't really get into the story very much. But still, that had nothing to do with the directing. The directing and the cinematography, everything about that movie, uh, I thought was fantastic. I just the, the story was just a little bland to me. And again, I could, you know bleed over into the Suicide Squad. Hopefully not. Hopefully James Gunn kind of, you know, is reinvigorated by coming to a new property. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, now, what's interesting also is they're not saying that this is a sequel, but more of a reboot of sorts. Uh, a article written over on Screen Rant, and I know they're not, like, really known for, like, breaking news and being, you know, they're more clickbaity from time to time. I get that. I will admit that. Uh, but I just think that this title was interesting. It says, Suicide Squad 2, James Gunn and Talk, to direct with mostly new casting characters. Now, this just came out today also. And, again, we now know it's called The Suicide Squad, and we now have heard that James Gunn is actually going to direct the movie. But what is the interesting thing is mostly new cast and characters. That is the interesting part there. Because it sounds like it's not going to necessarily be a reboot of sorts, but maybe a retolling, a reimagining or of some sorts with the Suicide Squad. Uh, is it going to take place in the same time period? Is it going to be before the Suicide Squad? Are we going to have Harley Quinn in it? Is Deadshot going to be in it? Is it going to be completely new characters? That's what's going to be interesting. Are they just going to ignore the last Suicide Squad and just make a new one? I, I don't know. And I don't think anybody's going to really know until we get a lot closer to production and casting and everything like that. Uh, if you ask me, they'd be foolish to keep Margot Robbie out of it. She is money right now as Harley Quinn. That my my daughter, which you know, my daughter, we actually her name is Harley Quinn. That is her first and middle name is Harley Quinn. Uh, and this was before Suicide Squad came out. Uh, she is five years old now, so it was before Suicide Squad came out. It's just her mother and I are huge Batman fans. Uh, always have been and Harley Quinn was just a name that we chose and she is obsessed with Harley Quinn at five years old she sees anything Harley Quinn she is obsessed with it 
And she recognizes Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. A five-year-old does that. And that is what Margot Robbie has done for that character. She has just modernized it. She has made it her own. People know who Harley Quinn is more than ever before because of her. So keeping her out of the Suicide Squad, if Harley Quinn's going to be in it, they may not even have her in it, which I think would be foolish. But if they have the Har- if they have Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad, it needs to be Margot Robbie. They cannot recast. They cannot bring somebody else in because that would just be dumb. <laughs> just lack of a better term, dumb. Uh, as for Will Smith, Deadshot, again, I thought he was fantastic. Uh, I don't think he's one that you have to worry about if you needed to recast. You could probably do so. But again, what are they going to do with this movie? What are they going to do with it? it? It's just so interesting to me uh, with this news because I- I'm excited about James Gunn. Uh, he's writing, directing. Totally excited about that. But then I'm kind of you know, holding back my excitement a little bit because what are they doing? Is it a reboot? Is it not a reboot? You know, why are they bringing in different cast? Are they going to recast? What are they doing? So that's my concerns with it. But overall, like I said when it came to uh, you know the, the Birds of Prey movie, I'm willing to sit back. Let things play out. Let's see what happens and judge it when it actually comes out. You know, you have to do that with movies because sometimes the marketing isn't great. Sometimes, you know, sites like Screen Rant or even The Hollywood Reporter, which is a pretty reputable site, uh, can get information wrong from time to time. So you can't just take that, grab that, and run with it and say, ah, this is what it is, and be all mad about something, uh, especially when it comes to movies because things change so drastically. You know, I'll take Aquaman, for instance. I was not excited for Aquaman at all. Being as big of a DC fan as I am, I was not that excited about Aquaman. It took me until that last like five-minute trailer that they released, which was just absolutely absurd for a company to do, but it made sense because what it did was it got me interested finally. I was finally on board, ready to take a dive into Aquaman. That sounded a little kinky. Uh, but I was all for Aquaman at that point, and then I went and saw the movie, and I was completely blown away by what they did and what they accomplished with that movie, and I cannot wait for Aquaman 2. I cannot wait to see more Aquaman in the film universe of the DC uh, properties. I just can't wait for it. So, never judge a book by its cover. Wait till a movie comes out to really get into it. Uh, That's just, you know... Words of advice, you know, from one nerd to another. Just just wait. I know a lot of people like to jump on the, the bandwagons of hating something so much. And let me tell you, when I get into this next story here, you're going to be seeing a lot of haters on, on Facebook, on Twitter, on the social medias of all sorts because of this story here. And it's people are going to be jumping on and freaking out. And it's going to be like, guys, calm down. Chill out. All right? Just chill out. It's all right. It is quite all right, guys. So the next story, yes, the next story, which is huge. This is the big story of the night. The biggest story. Uh, This is almost as big as when they announced Ben Affleck was going to play Batman. And why, you ask? Because this is the announcement that Ben Affleck is out as Batman. Yes, that is right. Earlier today, we heard from Matt Reeves, who is writing and directing the next Batman movie, which is now the working title, The Batman. That is what it is. That's the working title. Doesn't mean that's what it's going to be called when the movie comes out, but Matt Reeves says the working title is The Batman. So my guess is it's going to change. The Batman was Ben Affleck's title when he was writing it up to direct it. I think it's going to change. I think Matt Reeves is just like, we're going to go with it right now so people 
Just leave me alone about the, the title. I think that's what he was doing. That's just my opinion. But he came out and said, look, the working title is The Batman. We're going to be focusing on his detective skills. That's what we're going to focus on because uh, no Batman movie has ever really gotten the detective skills right. Now I'm just ad-libbing that. That's not what Matt Reeves said. But from my standpoint, no Batman movie has ever gotten his detective skills perfectly. You had a little bit of it in the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, more so in the second part, The Dark Knight, you see some of his detective skills going on there with the bullets and shooting the uh, the brick and so on and so forth. That was kind of detective-y skilly. That's more CSI stuff. But he was, you know, a little bit there. And the Burton-verse or the Schumacher-verse, you know, the two Burton films or the, you know, the two Schumacher films, again, you didn't really see much of any detective work there. Uh, it was more of just the, the hiding in the shadows and using his funny little gadgets, you know. That's what it was then. Uh, when it comes to what we got with Zack Snyder and Batman vs. Superman and Justice League, not really any detective skills there. And you can even go f as far back as the 66 Batman, and there's no detective skills used there. So really, when it comes to live-action Batman... We've never gotten one where he utilizes his detective skills. We see it a lot in the comics, just not on film. So I'm kind of excited and interested to see what Matt Reeves is going to do with that. You know, he's going to take him to his roots. I mean, that's, you know, he was always known as, you know, the uh, the detective, you know, the, the world's greatest detective, you know. Why not finally bring that to the big screen? So I'm excited about that. Uh, another thing that we got with this is it's tentatively, it is looking like it's going to be scheduled for June of 2021, I believe. Uh, let me just double check that here. I got a whole bunch of tabs up on my screen. Yeah, it's saying right now, tentatively titled uh, The Batman, and it is tentatively uh, release date. Tentative release date is June 25th of 2021. So that's still a couple years away, unfortunately. Uh, you know, year and a half or so away, whatever. That's just disappointing. Uh, I was really hoping to get it a lot sooner. But, you know, the other news that I kind of you know uh, glossed over in the beginning is Ben Affleck is out as the Batman. Uh, he posted on Twitter after there was a report that came out uh, simply stating that uh, he looks forward to seeing what Matt Reeves will do with the upcoming Batman movie. That is what he tweeted, uh, and it was a retweet. Uh, he, he quoted a retweet that said that Ben Affleck was out. If you ask me, that's pretty much confirmation that he is admitting that he is done being Batman. He will no longer be Batman. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Uh, so, I, I mean, he's gone. Whether you loved him as Batman or not, I mean, he's gone. Uh, I already saw, I mean, this news came out literally, like I said, it's a little after 11 o'clock now. This news literally came out within the past like three or four hours. And I already saw on Facebook somebody posting a petition to bring Ben Affleck back. Ben is our bat. Or Ben is our Batman or something like that. Like, come on, people. Like, I, I, not everything in this world has to be a movement or a petition of some sorts. Especially when it comes to Hollywood and their films. Let things happen. We got Ben Affleck for two movies. And whether you thought he was great or not, that's what we got. And it's time to move on. 
You know, that's it. What they're doing is Matt Reeves wants to take this back. He wants to make a younger Batman movie. He wants to, you know, rumors and, and talk in the past has been that he is inspired by Batman Year One. Not that he's going to, uh, you know, adapt Year One, but he's inspired by that story. So he's probably going to take a look at a younger Batman, possibly in his late 20s, early 30s, something like that. You know, young younger Bruce Wayne. And build from there and see what happens and goes from there. Uh, my pick, honestly, uh, for who could be recasted as him, I'm going to tell you this real quick here. I really liked the guy on The Punisher who played Jigsaw, Ben Barnes. Uh, I think he's an excellent actor. I really liked him in the first season. He had that businessman, uh, that Bruce Wayne persona he he gave off in the first season. Uh, the second season, not so much, but that's to blame for the writing. I thought Punisher's second season was pretty horrible. But I think he would be really good he, if, if he bulked up a little bit. You know, got some got some muscle put on him. I think he gives off the right persona for Bruce Wayne and could have an excellent, excellent take on the Batman. So that's my pick. Ben Barnes. I'd like to see that happen. Uh, but, yeah, who's your pick for the next Batman? Let us know. I mean, yeah, is it a younger guy? I know a lot of people want to see somebody like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I know some people want uh, John Hamm. You know, people wanted Josh Brolin. Uh, I, I mean, Josh Brolin's already, what, like 12 different comic book characters between Deadpool, Avengers, he was Jonah Hex, I mean, can he play anymore? I don't know, I don't know if he's allowed, I don't know if there's like a, if there's like a, you know, maximum allowed of, uh, you know, superheroes you can play in, in any one time, or comic book characters you can ever play, but... Let us know what you think. Who do you think would be a good fit? You know, people are going to say, you know, uh, Jensen Ackles or uh, Army Hammer and stuff like that. Let us know what you think. I mean, there's going to be a guarantee within the next 12 hours, there are going to be more than 100 lists online that you can look at where people are going to say, my top 10 picks for Batman. These 10 actors could play Batman. These 15 can play Batman. That's what we're going to get in the next 12 hours. I guarantee it. And that's not going to stop until they announce who is cast as the next Batman. And then after that, it's going to be, who is the villain? Who could play the villain? I mean, it's just, that's how big of a character Batman is. That's how important these movies are to fans and to people in this world. Batman is such a huge character. People are going to want to know. They're going to want to be involved as much as they can, even though they're not actually involved. But they're going to think that they have a say. They're going to think that they have some influence over what Warner Brothers is going to do. Uh, but they're going to try their damnedest to get involved and make their voice heard on social media of who they think should play these characters and why and it's just a fun it's just a fun thing to to be a part of i remember with batman versus superman when they were trying to figure out who they were going to cast as batman you know all the different names that were popping up then you know john ham josh brawl and that kind of stuff army hammer you know those were all popping up back then and then also with the wonder woman you know uh, casting everything like that like there were so many names that were popping up at that point in time that uh, you know, it was just fun to get in debates, to talk to people, and people need to remember that this is all in good fun. This is we're all in the same fandom. Let's, let's have fun. Let's not get mad at each other because you want you once uh, you know uh, Jesse Eisenberg is the next Batman, which I don't know how that'd be possible. And I want uh, you know Ben Barnes. Like let's not get into a fight about it. Let's see, see why you think that that person would be good as Batman, and I'll tell you why I think it would be good. That's what's important about this fandom, and that's what is so great about being a nerd, being a geek in today's day and age, because there's so much that just constantly comes out for us, and it's just amazing. You know, and speaking of what's coming out, I'm going to give you an updated list on what is coming out with tentative release dates for the DC 
film verse. All right. So first up, we got in April. This April, that is like just a couple months away, people. Just a couple months away, we got Shazam. I cannot wait for this movie. You have no idea how much I can't wait for this movie. I this is my most anticipated movie uh, now. It was Dragon Ball Super Brawly early in the year. My next one is Shazam. After that is going to be Endgame and so forth. But right now, the movie I'm looking forward to the most is Shazam because that's coming up so much quicker and sooner than anything else. After that, this October of 2019, we got The Joker. I tell you what, I'm skeptical. I'm sure you all are as well. But some of that footage that we've seen, behind-the-scenes footage of uh, Todd Phillips' The Joker movie... I'm starting to think that it might actually be pretty decent. I'm holding out hope that it is. Uh, I think it's an interesting idea to do a origin of sorts of the Joker. But I'm completely okay with it. Give me more DC comic stuff on the big screen and I'm going to take it all in. I'm going to watch it all the time. That's what I'm going to do. February of 2020. So, that's two movies. That's all we got. Two movies in 2019. Shazam now and the Joker. Eh, that sucks, but then the fun begins. In, in 2020, February of 2020, we get Birds of Prey. Look, like I said, that little teaser, was uh, it wasn't great. But Ewan McGregor is one of my top five actors of all time. I think he is tremendous. he's a tremendous actor. Him playing a villain, first of all, just took me like by surprise. I, I didn't think... When thinking Black Mask, I was like, who could they get, you know? And I was thinking of people, you know, that, like, had that real, like, mobish or, you know, kind of look to them. And no, like, they went with Ewan McGregor, and I, I was like, holy crap, that works. I can see that, and I would love to see Ewan McGregor as a villain. I think that's going to be excellent. Obviously, you're going to have Harley Quinn, you're going to have Huntress, you're going to have a bunch of other characters in this that I'm looking forward to seeing for the first time on the big screen. That's what that that's why I'm excited about it. So I can't wait to see more about what it's gonna come from this movie. So that's February of 2020. Then in June 2020, we get Wonder Woman 84. Now that movie was pushed back. It was supposed to come out in December of 2019, but they decided to push it back. I thought that was kind of a smart idea because you know you had the Joker in October, then you have Star Wars in December. There was just so much going on at that point in time with other movies coming out. Just push it, man. Push it. Let it breathe. You know, the first one was hugely successful in June. Why not put the sequel there as well? Because, you know, that's what movie companies like to do. They like to try, like, if something works somewhere, they're going to put it there again because it worked once. Why wouldn't it work again? And that's what they're doing with Wonder Woman 84. And I think it's a brilliant idea, and I cannot wait to see that movie. And I can't wait to see more of that film. Patty Jenkins, phenomenal director. I hope that she just explodes now after after this i mean wonder woman was amazing uh and she just kind of moved right into the next wonder woman like she didn't really go out and do anything else so you know i I mean her last big movie that i remember prior to wonder woman was monster which was what 2002 2003 something like that that's how long it took her to hit again so fantastic director i hope she just blows up after this and does so much more uh after that, as of right now, and I can guarantee you, we're going to get another movie late 2020, but we have nothing here right now. There's nothing on the schedule right now for late 2020, but I bet you we do. I bet you there's going to be something around November of 2020 that we're going to get. 
Uh, so jumping to 2021, summer of 2021 is going to be the Batman. So that's going to be June roughly. That's what they're suspecting. June 25th or something like that for the Batman. Tentatively called the Batman. Uh, again, I mean, we know now we're going to have a different actor than Ben Affleck in there. Matt Reeves is an excellent director. He's a great writer. Uh, look what he did with the eight movies. I think we're, we're in for a treat here, guys. I really do. Uh, after that, we got August 2021, The Suicide Squad, you know, helmed by James Gunn. And Warner Brothers was like, yeah, Marvel, you don't want him. We're taking him. And that's what happened. We got James Gunn now over into DC. So if you're a fan of DC and you hate Marvel, which I don't know why you would hate Marvel because it's pretty damn good. But if you're a fan of DC, you can now laugh in their faces that we took one of their better directors. I mean, you can do that if you want. Or we can just all be cool. You know, whatever whatever you want all right so that's uh all that's all that for the announced movies right now so that's uh six movies that we know for a fact are coming out are either in production out of production about to get in production of some sort that is what we know so far still to be determined or announced uh for release dates we got ava duvernay's new gods which i'm still looking forward to that's like who would have thought that we would ever get a film based on the new gods in the DC comp from the DC comics. Like that's just that 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 baffles me that we're in a day this day and age, or in a day and age where we're gonna get that on the big screen. And Ava DuVernay, I've yet to see a wrinkle in time. I do want to see it. You know, a lot of people give her a lot of crap because that movie wasn't great, but I've heard there's a lot of gr good things in that movie, and uh, that would be because of Ava, du Ava DuVernay. So I'm looking forward to seeing what she can bring. She's an up-and-coming director. I thought that Disney was going to grab her for a Star Wars movie, but you know Warner Brothers was like, nope, we're taking her before you get, you get her. So, hey, whatever, man. I'm looking forward to New Gods. Uh, still, Flash? We have no idea what's going on with the Flash. They've gone through like 47 writers, 19 and a half directors. I mean, it's just been crazy what this movie has been going through. It was originally The Flash, and then it was Flashpoint, and then it's Flash again. Who knows what it's going to be called? Who knows what's going to happen? Ezra Miller thinks that it's still going to happen sooner than we all think. I hope so. I'm a huge fan of The Flash. Flash is one of my favorite comic book characters, thanks in large part to the TV show. Uh, but I tell you what, I want to see this movie out soon. Uh, so let's hope that happens. And Green Lantern Corps. We know that there's something in line for that. You know, uh, at, at, for a while there, Jeff Johns was attached to it. Uh, and, and, you know, you got to think that something has to come from it. Jeff Johns is a brilliant writer. We know he wants to get bigger into movies in some form or fashion. I mean, he's been trying to, to trend that way for years now. It just hasn't panned out for him. And I think he was hoping or is hoping that Green Lantern, Green Lantern Core, Green Lantern, whatever it's going to be called, is going to be his ticket into the film, you know, universe and, and doing things with film. Uh, we haven't heard anything about that since we heard that Jeff Johns was now writing it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, there's a lot going on. Like I said, this was a huge DC-filled episode with our uh, news Um our news uh, podcast. I don't even remember what the heck I called it. See that? We didn't have a name for it. And I was talking to Deej right before this. And he was called call it The News Show. So this first episode of The News Show on the Phantom Vibe was pretty much heavily based with DC. And that's only because we got so much DC news. Look, I, I must talk for 40 minutes, guys. It's almost been 40 minutes that I've been sitting here talking by myself about all of the news that came out for DC today. Absolutely nuts. Absolutely insane. But that's all I got. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're excited as I am for 
everything that's coming out with DC, all the news that's that's pumped out. Let us know what you think on all of our social medias, the fandom vibe on the on the Twitter, on uh, find you know Nerd Talk Lips Podcast Network. You can contact us there or find me at uh, Bridge Geekdoms on Twitter. That's my Bridging the Geekdoms Twitter account. I'm on there all the time. You can find me there and talk to me about anything DC, Marvel, geek related at all because I'm more than happy to talk to you. So uh, with that said, thanks for listening and we will catch you again sometime soon. Hey everyone, Robert here. Just one more time, just to remind you to all check out the Nerd Talk Lips Podcast Network. You will find shows such as Bridging the Geekdoms, R3 with JH, Nerd Talk Lips, all of our fandom vibe stuff, and coming soon, Colton's Gaming Corner. You're going to be able to find all those shows right on the Nerd Talk Lips Podcast Network. It's a great time to be a nerd, everybody, so make sure you check it out.